Have you tried these Waitrose mince pies? The ones that like look like hockey pucks. I think I'm rich enough for a Waitrose mince pie. Oh, you think I'm the sort of person that likes a mince pie? Yeah, I'm not a mince pie fan either. Oh, you bunch of fucks. You as well? <laughs> yeah. I like, like mince, mince pies, pie? Gareth. Well, there we are. I mean, these have probably got lots of butter in them. Oh, I probably can't have them. Isn't ones, that the though. best? A lot of them yeah. are vegan. The ones at Co-op are. These fuckers aren't. <laughs> I'm it. Oh, God. You said that like you were horny. <laughs> I kind of am. What, over the fact that there's butter in the mince pie? Because I'm just disappointed it's not lard. <laughs> yeah. Not just butter, concentrated butter. Oh. That's it worked really butter. hard at school. It's what thinking was it concentrating really on? <laughs> I am becoming like an not impatient child. Into, not turning into He wants to open his Christmas presents. What are you on about, Harvey? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I want to open the Christmas present, which is the Christmas podcast. Oh, Harvey's impatient, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> I enjoy I Christmas. Really I am excited for this. For this Christmas. Christmasness. Because Harvey looks like Jesus, I want to do whatever he wants. <laughs> Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas from Improv O'Clock. That was quite good, actually. (laughs) (laughs) What time is it? Oh, hello. No, it's too sexual. Oh, not sexual enough. Was it not? No, No. more. (laughs) It's Christmas, goddammit. Hello. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for a very special Christmas edition of Improv Clock? We don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen. Apparently I wrote this and even I don't know what is going to happen. That's all that we can ask for. Today we have Josh, we have Gareth, we have Lauren, we have Harvey. They may be swearing. Don't be alarmed. It's going to happen a lot. So if you do feel like you're going to be afraid of the swearies... Leave. Go away. Go do something different. Yeah, see you later. <laughs> it feels like you're whispering in my ear. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was sniffing my microphone. There was... <laughs> What's it smell like? Um, to quote Shah from episode three, a hot condenser piece of ass. <laughs> I tell you, I'm sad that my house doesn't smell like Christmas at the minute. What does Christmas smell like? You know, like uh, cinnamon, orange, cloves. Regret. Classic... Regret. Yeah. The classic Christmas spices. <laughs> Family arguments. Mm. Monopoly pieces on the floor. The death of old OAPs who can't afford to heat their house. Oh god, that was dark. <laughs> yeah, I'm making political statements now on the podcast. Looks like we're burning Uncle David this year. <laughs> the only heat we can derive. Oh god. 
<laughs> you were having to burn Uncle David, would you use the word derive in the next <laughs> This woman was on countdown. I was going to say, there's a certain... What woman was on countdown? Decorum. Yeah, who was on countdown? What are you on about? The woman that was saying that we're going to have to burn Uncle David. Oh, I thought you were oh. just starting a story. <laughs> <laughs> there was this woman on countdown and she got really cold, so she set Nick Hewer alight. She's not Nick Hewer anymore. Exactly. Dan Robinson. Oh, I see. That's, That's why not Nick... he's not there. Yeah. He got he went they away. immolated Nick And the Hewer. reason they employed Anne Robinson is because you can't, you're not meant to melt plastic. Oh, that was that was mean. <laughs> it was bitchy, I'm Step sorry. <laughs> and leave a hand Robinson alone. <laughs> oh, no. Nick Hugh has definitely had work done. Look at him. Yeah, Hugh has had loads of work done. You can yeah. just tell. He's like a perfect old man. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Hewer, the perfect old man. That's a statement. <laughs> Now it's time to enter a section of the podcast that we like to call Questions O'Clock. Oh, it was all like just the opening. <laughs> yeah. <That> was, yeah. <laughs> it's a long Christmas episode. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Gareth, I don't think you've ever been on the receiving end of a question before, have you? Um, I think there was an episode I asked you all to ask me questions. So I've been on the receiving end of Circus 6. But I've, I've deflated this entire bit. and I'm going to say no. I have not. <laughs> so, Gareth, why does the true love in the 12 days of Christmas have access to so many birds? <laughs> um, I could only guess that they're a disgraced former employee of Twycross Zoo. Um, <laughs> and they're doing everything <laughs> they can to get revenge. You know, you accidentally <laughs> strangle a frog once and they fire you. And so... You release all the birds and give them as gifts. <laughs> okay. Uh, f- fair enough. Um, Who's dead? Who got strangled? A frog. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> okay. Who's dead? Not a frog. <laughs> <laughs> Harvey, what are your thoughts on 12 drummers being too many drummers at any one time? I don't think it is. I think, if anything, it's not enough drummers. You know, if, if, if you're going to come at me... To pronounce your love, I think you can do better than 12 drummers. I think, you know, <laughs> at least 24. If you're going to come at me to pronounce your love. <laughs> Why are they so confrontational in a romantic scenario? <laughs> <laughs> Harvey, get the fuck over here. Let me tell you how much I fucking love you. I think, I think it's quite a confrontational song, to be honest, if they're throwing partridges and pear trees at you and all these drummers and all these these lords leaping at you that sounds quite throwing. confrontational to me throwing i don't know what part of the song you've listened to but there is no element where it goes i'm gonna throw a partridge at you <laughs> 46 throwers throwing <laughs> it's a really nine archers archering <laughs> i genuinely would hate to read one of harvey's valentine's day cards <laughs> i'm coming at you with how much i love you i fucking do <laughs> I'll stab you with my love. <laughs> I don't know if stab stab with love is is what I would be stabbing with. But... <laughs> it's a late night promise, isn't it? Oh God! Um, Bloody hell! <laughs> Lauren, can you hear the drums? Why are the drums making you cry? Why are you crying because of a lot of children randomly drumming? 
because now shout out to Bex and the Carnival crew. I'm leaving my job tomorrow and I'm very emotional about it. And even drums are making me cry. We're just so good and talented, all right? Hold on a, fuck, a fucking second. <laughs> Who are the Carnival crew? Do you work at a circus? Um, Am our drums actually making you cry? Is this a reference to... <laughs> you your actually hear, like... Actually, yes, Transcended reality. Um, Someone's so, just uh, got a snare drum outside your, <laughs> your room door and you just wait. It fucking go again! To the sound of a drum roll. At my school, we've got um, a music teacher who is who is incredible, and she teaches the students how to use kind of carnival drums. And we've got a full like choir of kids being able to play um, carnival drums. So uh, yeah, they were playing outside the front of school today, and I was crying because I was leaving, and I was very emotional, and they were so wonderful. So yeah, genuine story. Oh dear. No, <laughs> I'm basically an <laughs> emotional wreck. I, I did warn you. <laughs> Bless your well, little cock. News just in. Don't get you to Jembe's out when Lauren's around. <laughs> 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 and don't even get me started on symbols. Like, just, no, it makes me cry. <laughs> Stop playing that rag and towel. She's coming. She's coming. <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, that wasn't even going to be your question, but then after <laughs> what happened earlier, and then I was just like, it, it flows well. We're going 12 days of Christmas through to the drummers, through to drumming. Uh, Whose and... question was it going to be? I mean, that <laughs> sounds really fucking specific. Were you just going to say to Adam Shah, oh, stop crying at the drums, and then Lauren just cried at some drums and it became appropriate? <laughs> that was not no, even it. No. No, that wasn't going to be his, that wasn't going to be a question. That was added in just then. The real uh, question was something completely different. That whenever... that makes more sense yeah. from an interpretation of what you actually said. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going from Twelve Days of Christmas to the drummers of the Twelve Days of Christmas through to drumming that makes Lauren cry. So Josh, the little baby Jesus, discuss. Jesus, um, what can be said? Firstly. Jesus wasn't actually born at Christmas. He was born sometime in March, astronomers think. How interesting. I think, I think a lot about how people romanticise, you know, the manger in the crib and the donkeys and stuff. Number one, <laughs> how much would that fucking stank? Like, uh, <laughs> this baby's born and it's lovely and then <laughs> this donkey behind you is just shitting itself. Like absolutely horrible. Have you ever seen it? I talked about goat shitting on the the podcast before, so can you can imagine a donkey shit also terrible. You can imagine that, like with Jesus in the manger, covered in a bunch of hay. Yeah, that's not going to be comfortable at all. It's just this baby slowly sinking into dead grass. Everyone's like, "Where's it going? Where the fuck is Jesus going?" And how mad would Joseph be? I can't believe Mary got away with, you know. Oh, God's got me pregnant. still talking. So, like, <laughs> Joseph's like, what do I do? This child's not my son, but I've got to pretend. He's being a, a top guy, to be honest, a great stepfather. But, Maybe yeah. that's why and he took him to the stable. Kings turn up. 
Imagine this. I'm but a lowly carpenter. Here's these, here's these three kings. They're like, oh, we've got you this gold. It's really expensive. But instead of that, we've also bought you like some myrrh and some frankincense. What are you going to do with this? I don't know. <laughs> it's like I some nice... I no, Jim... Gareth. It's not no. your turn. I just need to interject. I think, oh, Jim, has, I think Jim has mispronounced this question. Uh, this was actually a question about uh, bringing Christianity into the Olympics. Um, and he meant to say the baby Jesus discus. Uh, <laughs> well, he wouldn't throw it very well, would he? He's only a baby. <laughs> oh my God, if we get letters from Christians saying, actually, the baby Jesus was a, was a known athletic. <laughs> I hope we do. I hope they send it directly to me and then I can tell them why a baby is shit at throwing a discus. I don't know. I th- I'm pretty sure that was in the uh, the Old Testament, oh, was it I just not? Knew the miracle of the discus throwing. The topic. Anyway, that's, that's and then, what I think. And then the infant child grabbed the javelin and hurled it <laughs> straight into Herod's fucking eye. <laughs> That's the Battle of Hastings. Come on now. <laughs> I don't think Jesus was at the Battle of Hastings. Harold's eye. I'm just going to say Jesus oh, yeah. and, and the Battle of Hastings are two separate events in history, Lauren. No, they merged <laughs> Approximately, together. I think they're about a thousand years apart, maybe. Oh, I'm, I, don't know, I don't know math very well. What Why? people don't know is that one of the three wise men was Harold Hadrada. <laughs> <laughs> Am I hearing a ghost or is someone talking in the background? Yeah, that was it. Emily, I can hear Emily. <laughs> I'm not hearing Emily. Oh, you can hear Emily, can you? Sorry. <laughs> I've been hearing it this whole time. I'm just talking about Jesus and trying to Normally it doesn't it. pick her up. <laughs> it's picking her up now. <laughs> I just love the fact that it was like perfectly timed. I keep hearing a ghost in the background. <laughs> yeah, that was it. <laughs> it was. It was serendipitous that time. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise you could hear her. She normally sits there and you don't normally hear her. I'll just delve into that argument. Can't you go away? No. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, nice. You definitely put your cards on the table there, Harvey. (laughs) Also, Harvey, you could do this fucking anywhere. No, no, because last time I went in the... No, he said no. Last time I went in the other room... You told me that I sounded like I was in a toilet and then I went into the other room and that's when I couldn't come on the recording because I lost all my Wi-Fi. So if you want me to move, Gareth, I will move and I won't be part of the Christmas podcast. Oh, oh no! Oh, dissension in the ranks. <laughs> now it's time to play a game. Not a few games, just one singular game that I'm going to call a Christmassy clusterfuck. Because it will contain styles, playbook, any game involving a quirk, and something else that I've subsequently left <laughs> lost on my sheet. Oh my god. 
It's not easy reading a script, is it, Jim? Um, well, not when you haven't written a script. It's just random notes <laughs> that just look like how it. Um. <laughs> Do you hear my fart? I genuinely thought someone had left a window open and a motorbike was going past. <laughs> I thought it was just rubbing that we were doing long form improv. <laughs> was just really upset by the concept. <laughs> <coughs> oh, God. Oh. I don't know who that was, but that was brilliant. John, <laughs> it's me, Hart. Obviously, John. I said, was it, did you hear my fart? Were you not listening? Oh, no, I was too busy laughing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> thing is, oh, I looked at Harv just to make sure I, I'd heard something. Yeah, and then me he too. Just, his face is crumpled in on itself. And I was like, yeah, no, I definitely heard a fart. That wasn't... <laughs> I, I forgot to mute myself. I usually do when I fart. <laughs> you don't mute yourself when you fucking burp, though. Oh, they happen too fast. Don't get warning with a burp. Right. So it's going to be long form. It's basically we're going to do director Jim, um, but I'm going to be the games master. And instead of just randomly stopping and saying, hey, I want you to do it in this way. I'm, sometimes I might just be like, right, stop and change the style or stop. And uh, then I, I could introduce a quirk or stop. And Gareth, you're going to start reading from the play that's next to you or Lauren, the two plays that are next to you. That are subsequently next to you still. Because I stealthily put them there earlier. Yeah, I thought so. Yes, that I wasn't stupid. I wasn't tidy, therefore I knew it. <laughs> I mean, ouch. She only saw them because she tried to put her wine down and she had to move them. I know. How <laughs> fucking rude. <laughs> so, so, yeah, playbook will run throughout. Uh, styles will run throughout. Oh, new choice as well will run throughout. Um, so you just need to keep hearing... Or keep your listening ears on. <laughs> that sounded right, didn't it? <laughs> um, that's, uh, that's our pod- podcast new catchphrase. Keep your listening ears on. It's improv o'clock. Um, I can't wait for this. I can't. I don't know what we're doing, but I'm, so, I'm so, excited so, to see it happen. Called improv, though, isn't it? Yeah, I need yeah. to try and work out how to actually um, introduce it because all I've currently got. Is, is is the idea that you guys are all going to run with. Um, and I decided to take the two uh, most evil-sounding names uh, that I'm aware of and put them together. And, and that's so... Um... I've always thought Rochefort sounds quite evil. Like the cheese. <laughs> if that helps. Who's the most evil person in literature? Tampon. Uh, my brain stopped. Huckleberry Finn. Um, all um, I can think of is Magwitch, but he's not actually evil in the end. Snowball. The pig no, I mean, it's like a 200-year-old spoiler, but spoiler. Huckleberry is going to be the surname. The Pied Piper. 
about like Dorian or Grey? <laughs> Pied Piper's an incredible oddball shout. <laughs> it's the Pied Piper Huckleberry. <laughs> Did you say you need a first name? Baby, I've got one, Gareth. I've got one. I'm all good. And I'm gonna what? No, that was my it's impression not... of an air horn. Oh, it's I, I have a baby. I have a question. Wee 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 wee. Right. Have you ever just skipped out the middleman and eaten brandy butter without the mince pies? <laughs> yeah, of course I have. Can't do it anymore. Oh, Maybe God. I can make my own brandy butter. Yeah, do it now. Have you ever combined two brandies and done brandy butter in a brandy snap? No. Should. That, that. sounds very nice. Mm. I just like drinking brandy. Yeah, me too. I'm going to get some in for Christmas. Gosh, I have some as the... Like, old men. <laughs> I don't think... You're going to do it properly and warm the glass, though. You have to warm the glass. Tim, you've muted <laughs> Yes. Because otherwise I'd end up being just be like, yep, time to fucking move on. Uh, but they weren't <laughs> going to listen. And now he's ran... <sighs> Josh is oh. still speaking. <laughs> I'm muted. Yeah! One of us noticed. I feel a bit bad about being muted. I didn't know. I was just having a nice chat. Makes sense now that no one was answering me. <laughs> right. The only prompt I will give you guys for this scene is eccentric billionaire Count Fred Huckleberry has decided that he doesn't quite know what to do with his money. So he's decided to steal Christmas. And action. It is I, Count Fred Huckleberry, and I'm here to ruin your festivities. No more brandy for you, sir. No mulled wine for you, madam. Oh, please, Christmas sir. is mine. Please, please, sir. We've just got the goose out. Absolutely fucking not. Don't touch me. <laughs> Let me touch you on the leg. Your choice. Your skin smells. You smell like raspberries. <laughs> of course I do. I can afford them. I rub them in my skin every morning. I've never seen a raspberry, sir. What do they look like? Not showing you, peasant filth. <laughs> oh, you looking no. at me is making me feel dirty. <laughs> you, me looking at you makes me feel clean. This is the cleanest I've ever been. It's like having a wash in an oasis. <laughs> oh, I do wonder if anyone else is in this village. <laughs> yeah, is it just going to be me and you? Chatting about raspberries? This is going to be an interesting half an hour. <laughs> spoken twice now. Every time you've spoken over me. Oh, and just say something, for God's sake. Stay quiet. No, no, fuck you. I said it twice. I even pretended you were my son, Blanchard. But do you know what? If you don't want that relationship That didn't happen. I know if that happened. I'd have been proud to be your son. 
I tried. I tried to drag you away. I even called you Timmy. But do you know what? If you don't want this relationship, we won't have it. That's why you got the wrong name. My name's not Timmy. Pause this. Pause. There's dissension in the ranks. We're not having this. (laughs) I would have been proud to be your son. How's right. it going over there, Harvey? You enjoying yourself? Yeah, yeah, I was just... <laughs> right. Don't forget, there needs to be a, a strong... We've already had the strong start, um, but we need it stronger. Um, it's going to... We're then going to need a middle and an end uh, in approximately 20 to 25 minutes. Who knows? Um, <laughs> uh so 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 yes. Uh, go back from where wherever you were, and Lauren, get your line out without having a go at Josh. I am sorry, Lauren. That's going to be difficult. I am sorry. <laughs> Come along, Timmy. Let's get away from this evil man. The last time, mother. My name's Linda. <laughs> but I named you Timmy. I'm sure I called you Timmy. It's Linda Warbenschmutt. Uh New choice. It's. <laughs> Harry Moses Melbenstein, and you know it. I'm so sorry, <laughs> Harry Melvis. What? Melbenstein? Harry Moses Melbenstein. <laughs> of course, I remember you. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> it's too much wine. I'm drinking this. It's just, it's making me memory go fuzzy. But you've got seventy-three different children. <laughs> I do, I do. It's, it's my own fault. No. Oh God! I wish this woman would shut up. She's making my testicles wither. How dare you talk to my mother like that, you old prune! Ho ho ho! <laughs> it's me, <laughs> Father Christmas. I'm here to save Christmas. What twist? What twist? Wait, pause. Sorry, just just so I can make make a note of this. Did you say Harvard Christmas? <laughs> no, I said Father Christmas. Okay. <laughs> I prefer Harvard Christmas. I prefer Harvard Christmas. Oh, I have a problem. I can't hear Harvey. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. I was like, I was I was still laughing at the shrunken testicles. Wait, what? <laughs> you said something about sh- shrunken testicles. Wait, can you not hear me, Josh? <laughs> I can hear you now. I don't remember you saying shrunken testicles. Oh, with the testicles or whatever it was. Oh, dear. I'm still, I'm still in shock from the fact that Harvey was quiet for ten minutes while the whole scene played out and jumped in with an entirely new character and new storyline in <laughs> one fell swoop. It wasn't really a new storyline. He's trying to kill Christmas. I'm coming to save it. I don't think he'd got onto the kill Christmas bit, though. Yeah, he hadn't he was, quite got there. He was just talking to poor people, and Santa <laughs> turned up to save Christmas that hadn't been stolen. <laughs> right, we'll go from Harv intervening, and then, um, uh, yeah. Ho, ho, ho! It's me, Harver Christmas. <laughs> I'm here to save Christmas for you, Henry, whatever the <laughs> name was. It's I'm Henry here. Moses Melbourne's Pause. Pause. Um, I actually think that Gareth, you probably should steal Christmas. 
so it makes sense. <laughs> no, it's all right. It's all right. We'll, we'll carry on. I'll at okay. some point steal Christmas, and then he can retrospectively stop me. Yeah. <laughs> so he already knows. Ah, so it's a magical genie Santa. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. Retcon that in, Harvey. Cool. Retcon that <laughs> you're a genie. And uh, continue. But and how did you know that I was going to steal Christmas? I haven't even announced it in prose yet. Oh, you don't know, but I have met you many times before. Evil <laughs> Christmas stealer man. <laughs> that I've also forgotten the name of. <laughs> Are you Are you saying that not only have we encountered before, but each time my memory has been wiped? And then I've been let free to be evil again. It has, because I believe in second chances. So I beat <laughs> you and I wipe your memory, and then I set you free back into the world to hope that you will one day do good. How, how many chances have you given me? <laughs> About 4,000 now. <laughs> New choice. New choice. About seven. <laughs> New choice. <laughs> About 26 So you believe in 27th chances? Yes But this is your last one I must warn you Evil bastard man You can't stop me this time Despite the fact that I don't know How you stopped me the last time I'm going to steal Christmas <laughs> And now I will away into the dark <laughs> What's all this racket In my pub it's me, Frank Jangles. Oh, Everybody's favourite landlord. What's going on here? Hello, Frank. It's me, Father Christmas. Here he is, coming in here, acting the big man. Because you wear a nice red suit doesn't mean you can drink in here for free. Where's all but, my brandy uh, gone, Harver? Well, everybody <laughs> always leaves me a brandy in a mince pie out. Yeah, you drank 15 bottles in one sitting, and they weren't even for you. Excuse me? My name's Rudolph, and I'm waiting for my carrot. Is this the Welsh accent? Sorry, Lauren. I'm not really sure. <laughs> you can shove that carrot up your ass, Rudolph. New choice. You can shove that carrot in your ear, Rudolph. How dare you talk to my trusty reindeer like that? I'm going to throw your trusty reindeer on the barbecue and have some lovely reindeer venison for dinner. Well, I'll just have to take you in my sleigh and throw you out of it at 20,000 feet, won't I? Oh, oh! You've used your magic and suddenly I'm in a sap. <laughs> right, pause there a second. <laughs> how have we got two villains? I don't know how this is <laughs> <laughs> Frank's not a villain. He just wants to protect his produce. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, so obviously you, you didn't quite, you said you, you were now in a sack and we heard that quite clearly. Um, we, we're just going to now cut and it's just going to be Frank um, in, in a sack. And he, he may come across somebody uh, who has subsequently already been placed into that uh, sack. Um, I'm thinking, hmm. no, I'll let you guys decide. Uh, I'll save that one for later. Um, yeah, we're just going to cut cut to that if that's okay. Yeah. This sack is massive. What? Who? Who are you? Who are you? I'm Frank Jangles, well known landlord. What do you mean? Who are you? 
Do you not know me? I'm Margaret Clutterbuck! Yes! Margaret! You're back! I, I've won the biennial gardening and produce show enough times! I'm famous enough! Margaret! I forgot that time when we were sweet lovers! And you taught me how to bake cakes! And tasty pastries! We said we'd never speak of that again! I showed you my almond pastry recipe! And then you went and did it on me, you filthy swine! You showed me a lot more than an almond pastry. Let's be honest, Margaret. We saw it all that day. Oh, we did. How, how does Margaret sound when she's not really loud? <laughs> Probably a bit like this, I assume. Margaret, we have a child. His name is Jim. Jim oh, Jim. Why would I not know about that? I'm the woman! It was a strange birth. I gave birth much like a seahorse does. Okay, okay, we're going to stop oh, there. Too. We're going to stop it there, <laughs> and then we're going to take it back to the original, <laughs> to wherever the story was going to go <laughs> from previous. I just, oh, I was not expecting to see Margaret inside the uh, inside the bag as well. That's, um, that. <laughs> that's that has blown my mind. Can, I've got a question. Can you we, know mean, voice, Gareth. How? Why do we have? How have we got Margaret? What did she do to me? <laughs> let's ask the, the man himself. <laughs> let's, let's, let's just shoot to a let's just shoot to a little solo thing of Margaret. <laughs> okay. Yeah. By all means. Here I am, Margaret Clutterbuck, beating the shit out of a child. Whoa. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> the scariest part of you see. saying that is how nonplussed half he looks. He's like, yeah, Margaret does this every day. We can hear it. I can hear you. <laughs> uh, um, okay, so unfortunately, Gareth, um, new choice. Here I am! <laughs> Margaret Clutterbuck! Undermining the currency of all the nations in the world! By printing my own currency, the Clutterbox! <laughs> <laughs> okay, and now the original original scene continues. <laughs> now, Frank, I'll let you out of my sack if you pour me a good glass of that brandy, old chap. I'll take that as a yes, so I'll just let you both out of the sack. <laughs> oh, it's nice to be out! I haven't smelt freedom in 14 years! I'm gonna go bake a cake, bye! <laughs> let me get that brandy on for you, Harver. You're a merciful, you're a merciful man. Let me see Thank if I've you. got any carrots in the patch. Lovely. Rudolph will love that. Did you say carrots? Yes. I want, I want carrots. Well, surprisingly enough, I've, you're going to get one. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You're going to get one. <laughs> I think we're going to end up being stuck on this scene for a little bit too much. So we're, we're going to now uh, we're going to now rejoin Count Fred. Um, <laughs> Here I am alone, counting all of my money. I wonder if someone else will come in while I'm laughing over my fortune. <laughs> 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 oh, ho, 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 ho. 
I say? This is a nice castle. Oh. Oh. Who the shit are you? I'm uh, Alois, the crown prince of Liechtenstein. Oh, well, come on in. Have you got money for me? Listen to me, you horrible count bastard. All of the other rich people in Europe are getting together to give some cabbages to the poor. And we wondered if you'd chip in some. No, I'm going to give the poor these clutterbucks. They're worthless. <laughs> okay, freeze. I'm going to change the style of this scene. Um, and it'll be a callback to, I believe, episode 19. Um, Canadian. Well, oh. hello there. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that, eh? It's mighty fun to see you. I spent 30 clutter bucks on a hoover last week. <laughs> I've decided to no longer steal Christmas and give away my fortune. That's no, wait, no, boss. No, no, <laughs> no. Not, not that happening. Canadian. Not that Canadian. You can just... <laughs> also, Gareth, you sound like Barney. Dinosaur. <laughs> He's the he's the mascot of Canada, is he not? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Hugs everyone. Okay, fine. You know what? Sod it. We're going to cut to a random scene. Barney, just as the mascot of Canada. I love you. You love Canada. <laughs> Drink some maple syrup, please. What did the other dinosaurs sound like? I'd probably just end the screaming. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> okay, right. We're going to take it back to the Canadian Count. And uh, I can't remember her name. I'm sorry, Josh. Um, Luis, who's, who's the Crown Prince of Liechtenstein. Exactly. Who's campaigning for cabbages. He was a real man. Yeah. Please give me the cabbages. I want to feed the poor of Liechtenstein. Absolutely bloody not! I intend to sell these for wholesale price! But more! Actually, I'm evil! I intend to sell these for an inflated price! <laughs> I may only be the crown prince of a small European double landlocked country, but I'm going to give you a bit of slap and tickle for that answer! Come here! Pause. What does double landlocked mean? <laughs> <laughs> Is it inside a landlocked nation? It's a landlocked nation surrounded by two other landlocked nations. Oh, so, that's so yeah, cool. There's only two of them. There's Liechtenstein, and I think the other one is Uzbekistan. But yeah, Ooh. any landlocked nation that shares its borders with other landlocked nations is double landlocked. Learning. It's fun. And now that the geography lesson is over, uh, back to the scene. <laughs> I'm coming at you with these fists now. What are you going to do? I'm going to hit you with my fortune! And you know it's vast, so it will cripple your face! Money oh. to the face! Coins hurt, but the paper money isn't that bad! Like a nice so caress! <laughs> I'm here! Ah, are you? I'm Eugene of Uzbekistan, your double landlocked country neighbour and friend wait, in our Wait, 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 pause, freeze, Harvey. <laughs> Um, because of something that happened the, the other week, um, I, I need I need this character in the style of Danny Dyer, please. I just uh, before we carry on, two things. He sounds Spanish, <laughs> <laughs> and he's from the incredibly personable nation Uzbekistan. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't change anything about it. Carry on. 
Apart from Danny Dyer, of course. Of course. All right, cock. It's me. <laughs> Eugene. Finally, my backup is here. Eugene from Uzbekistan. <laughs> you think more people will help you? More people to throw money at! <laughs> Bang! Oh no, you've pelted Eugene with coins. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Harvey, did you just go, ah? <laughs> that was, that was ow in Cockney. That's what that was. It didn't sound like it. Of course it, it was. <laughs> It oh. sounded like that child that covers itself in peanut butter did, and they yeah. ask it, are you okay? And the child just goes, bah! <laughs> oh, God. I need to take a second. <laughs> In a whirlwind. Jeep's really hurt. Okay. It's so weird, Eugene! You've covered yourself in peanut butter! Why did you do this? Eugene! No, you speak, Eugene. I'm going to have a rest. It's- that's an old Danny Dyer trick that I got taught. <laughs> I cover myself in peanut butter. <laughs> you, you can't catch me. <laughs> right, okay. Pause, pause here. No, we're going to cut to a scene of Danny Dyer first learning about this peanut butter trick. <laughs> I'll make the special noise. Heavens to Betsy, Danny. What are you doing? I'm just learning how to cover myself in peanut butter so it's hard for people to catch me. And does that work, Danny? Fuck knows. <laughs> oh, good. Worth a try, though, isn't it? Right. Exactly. Why are you right. Steve Irwin, Harvey? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not really holding a Cockney actor down. <laughs> what part of Australia is Danny Dyer from? Uh... <laughs> oh, dear. Right. We're going to take it back to wherever the hell we were prior to me wanting to see that. And by God. I believe Danny I'm Dyer like... was covered in peanut butter. <laughs> But still, Danny, show him your slippery moves as he slides about the palace. <laughs> it was the Sorry, cabbages, wait, pause, hang on a minute. Up. I didn't realise the king of the slugs had turned up. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, fact... Jim, it's your starring role. <laughs> there's, there's no one else that can do it. <laughs> uh, I mean, if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> it's nice to be back. Oh, fuck. Uh, do you know what? It was bad enough him getting peanut butter everywhere. This slimy prick's fucking up my floor. That's right, you cuckleberry. You say these slimy pricks. I'm your fucking cleaner. I've got to clean up this bastard mess. Peanut butter and slug slime. That makes a combination of gloop. And I pay you less than minimum wage! <laughs> Would it help if I gave you a cabbage from our from our selection? <laughs> selection! <laughs> do I do I get to choose one? <laughs> yes, you can choose from red or white. Oh can I can I have one of each, please? Of course you can! Oh that's very kind of you, sir. Much obliging. <laughs> Well, but only if you fuck up the evil Duke Huckleberry on your way. 
Oh, I'm gonna give it a bit my best shot, I promise you. Oh, yeah. Thank you, most noble slug king. Judge. Oh no! He's he's mortally wounded me! And I die. That's right. He sucked off his face. And now he's dead. I'm, I'm not too sure if this advances the plot if he's dead. Because how is we meant to? How are we meant to save Christmas as a ragtag group of of uh, uh, superheroes? Because you've got me, Margaret Clutterbuck. <laughs> Margaret, no! I'm gonna bake up a whirlwind. We can absolutely save Christmas. We've, we've got we've got this team. I'll I'll be on cleaning duties because that's what I do best. Freeze. Whatever you say next, Lauren, has to come straight from one of the uh, players next to you. Archie says that the academics can look forward to rather more radicalism than liberalism. That's right. We're taking the radical approach. And get in here and control your former lover. Margaret, it's not worth it. <laughs> come back to bed and I'll make you a Horlicks. Shut up and eat these cheese straws. Oh, I'm baking up a whirlwind. I'm dying! That's my new phrase! The cheese straw got me right <laughs> in the groin, and now I'm dying from my injuries. Without the chance to ever reconnect with my son, Jim Jangles, who I birthed like a sea, like a seahorse. Hold me! Ho, ho, ho! <laughs> <laughs> it's me! Artemis! Father Christmas! <laughs> <laughs> I got my name for a moment there. It happens when you get to my age. <laughs> I see that you have been mortally wounded by a breadstick. Yes! I'm in a lot of pain. Let me get my magic sponge out of my magical sack and I will cure you. Freeze. There you go. Sorry, sorry, freeze. We're going to do it in the style uh, now of casualty. I'm Margaret Clutterbuck! Help me! I'm dying! Ho, ho, ho! It's me, Harvamus. I'm here to save your life. I need a doctor, Harvamus! And I'm the nurse. Uh, as far as I'm aware, we have to shock you because that is the rule when it comes to casualty. The only way to fix someone's health is to shock them with electricity. It's the only way. I think you're right. Clear! Bring it on! <laughs> oh, Jesus! That felt like an iron grip around a squidgy fruit. New choice for that one. Sorry, you didn't like that at all. <laughs> Sorry. That felt like a spoon. Hitting a Bunsen burner too hard and setting the flame up too high. Oh, new choice again. Sorry. <laughs> I felt like someone accidentally dropping brownie mix on their phone and it giving them a little bit of a shock. Which may or may not have happened to me. <laughs> Wait. Pause. Give us the story. I dropped my phone into the banana brownie mix I was making. <laughs> it stopped charging and gave me a little shock. <laughs> and continue with the scene. Oh no! It was too big of a shock. I've ended up pissing myself. Clear! You're alive. Oh, 
No, we're going to shock him again. <laughs> Not again! I'm breathing! <laughs> um, uh, freeze for a second. Uh, Gareth, I'm enjoying Margaret, um, but uh, he's breathing again now, so I need a celebration uh, from you. Uh, just, a, just a little one. Um, just uh, in the style of a group of minions practicing a tribal ritual, please. Oh, dear. <laughs> He's alive. We've saved him. Banana! 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 I like the sound of that religion. Someone get me involved. Well, if you like bananas, you can try some of my banana brownie mix. It's shockingly good. <laughs> I'm not falling for that trick again. Damn it! All I want to do is shock people. Clear! We need to get back, team. Leave Margaret here, she's evil. We need to get back to Huckleberry's mansion and fix things. Okay, oh, bye! Ruined. Oh no, oh, I Christmas. accidentally told Margaret the whole plan and now she can stop us. <laughs> Freeze! So wait, 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 wait. When did Margaret become evil? It's <laughs> my question. <laughs> she took over from the Duke. Were you not, are you not paying attention to the story? She's throwing breadsticks. I mean, she's Jesus. Ba she's baking yeah. up a storm. That's clearly evil. My sincerest apologies. I wasn't. I, I thought Margaret was uh, remaining. Uh, uh, okay, fair enough. So no, uh, no, she's 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 said yes. She's going to stay at the hospital because she's enjoying shocking people so much. So we've got so, rid of another villain. So okay. So, well, okay. so there was character development. However, Josh's uh, jo Josh's comment of. Um, Josh, are you are you landing a plane? He's static. <laughs> what? What's going on? Are you taking off or something? Have you got a runway in your? Oh no, that's the noise my washing machine makes now, and I don't know why. <laughs> now? <laughs> yeah, it never used to. <laughs> I don't know how to oh, stop dear. it. Uh, okay, fair enough. I believe it's very uh, close to the time where we have to wrap things up all nicely. So are we going to have one final showdown? Are we going to have uh, one great big... Or, 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 or is the villain going to win? Uh, the, uh, or are the good guys going to win and Christmas is saved? Uh, that well, is entirely... I believe, I believe, just out of character for a second, that if this whole plot has revolved around cabbages, then should the villain not be... A boiled lettuce. That's all I'm saying. If cabbages oh. are the good guys, why is the villain Jim? Why not? Why not a Brussels sprout? Because that's more Christmassy. A boiled one, Jim. Leaf category. It is. It's part of. It's a bit more Christmassy as well. Okay. I hear what you're saying, Gareth. Yeah. And I can't wait to fire that back into your face. God. If you're going to, just remember, I can't remember how you did the voice. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I can? I was hoping. <laughs> so are we are we now saying it's the final showdown? Is that what's is that the point of where we've come to, do you reckon? Story story wise? <laughs> it's me, the embodiment of a cabbage! I'm totally not gonna be a boiled Brussels sprout in this scene! Hey! Help me, mother! It's me, Henry! All I want is a bit of cabbage for Christmas, because we have so little. You can take me! Have a bite of me! I'm a cabbage! Hey! I don't want oh, you, oh, you, you, you freak me out. Hold on for one moment. 
Don't bite that cabbage. It's evil. Uh, wait, pause. Harvey, take that again, but make it more Shakespearean. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Hold thee for one second. <laughs> Do not place thine cabbage on thine lips, for tis possessed. <laughs> Oh, but he looks so tasty. Just let me have a bite. I'm so delicious. He'll release. Oh, oh no, he's he's taking a bite. Now yeah, he's taking over me. I'm That's becoming... right. Nibble me. <laughs> I'm becoming something new. A terrifying concept. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Hang on a minute. Wait, wait. You just you could be becoming a terrifying concept. Is that all you're going to leave it as? <laughs> I'm trying to think of one of the characters we've had before that's not um, Keith I... the Fruit Demon. <laughs> so what you decided was you'd just become a concept. Yeah, yeah. he is. He is an existential crisis. That's. What I, tell, he... I tell you what, we are. Gonna are you have. sure you're not turning into Ted Dangley, self-professed Lord of the Kettle? Oh, about <laughs> Ted Dangley. No, no. Oh, no. hello. He's going to turn into the name that he dropped earlier. He's going to turn into Count Crinkle. <laughs> Viscount Crinkle. Viscount Crinkle. Viscount Crinkle. And Gareth, you're now going to take your lines from, from uh, a play that you went to go get earlier. I'm Viscount Crinkle. And I'm here to crinkle your shite. Archie says the church is a monument to irrationality. Archie can shut the fuck up. I'm starting the Church of Crinkles to take over Christmas. I'll have crinkleness instead. <laughs> if Archie ever chose to relinquish his position as an eminent vice-chancellor, he would make an excellent buffoon. But since he manages to combine both roles without strain, I don't suppose he ever will. The National Gallery is a monument to irrationality. I agree. We should team up. We'll have crinkleness. Well, you don't get the presents, you just get the wrapping. Every concert hall is a monument to irrationality! It's me, Father Christmas, and I'm going to take you two down, but I'm not going to do it alone because I brought my friend, Pedro. Quiet, bitch! Hello, I'm Pedro! (laughs) Feliz Navidad, Pedro! Come and help (laughs) us save Christmas! I just love the idea that there is this character Pedro, the spirit of Spanish Christmas. <laughs> I can't believe we've missed out on the spirit of Italian Christmas, <laughs> which is Dominic the Italian Christmas Donkey, which is a true song. You should all go listen yeah. to it anyway. No, stop. We'll, right, we'll go back to the introduction of Pedro. And I want Pedro with your accent again, Pedro. Don't fear, for I am not alone. I have brought my friend Pedro with me. Feliz Navidad, Pedro. Hello, I'm Pedro. That's the Burnley accent I was asking of, of you like five episodes ago. Barnsley, not Burnley. Was it Barnsley? <laughs> Oh, have you been on a trip to Burnley, Pedro? I'm sure you I'm sure you were Spanish last time I met you. I am 
picked up the accent. It's not my fault. Um, I enjoyed Burnley or Barnsley or wherever it is the fuck I've been. It begins with a B. <laughs> I don't fear you, Pedro. I'm going to crinkle you up like an old bag of crisps in the rain. I enjoy Christmas. You're not taking my Christmas away from me. Well, Can go. you remember what I came in for? Yes, you're a, you're a big old cabbage and you wanted someone to eat you. And I did, and I became Viscount Crinkle. I'm Not sorry right. if it's one of your bad days, but things will get better. <laughs> this is definitely a bad day for me. It's definitely a bad day for you. I've brought me iron to iron out your crinkles. No! No! <laughs> That's it, Pedro. Iron him. I'm sorry, I was expecting a psychiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> I am a psychiatrist. Alan, I've been ironed out with all my crinkles. I can go back to my regular job in psychiatry and help you solve your issues. And Christmas can continue. Yes, I'm something of a logician myself. (laughs) I think we've done it, Pedro. I think we've saved Christmas. Yay! Well, you smarted her. Don't know the rest of the words to the song. Can you you just very clearly tell us what you think the word that follows Felice is? It's it's Navidad. Oh, you sounded like you were saying Mavifaf. (laughs) (laughs) Neither of you are right. It's Navidad. Navidad. I'm sure it's Navidad. Felice, where it's Felice. It's Felice, yeah. Felice, Navidad. And it's a V, so Feliz it's a V. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Yeah, Prospero good. Año de Feliz, Feliz Navidad. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. Yeah, none of that's going in. I'm very sorry. I know. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Well, I don't know we've what reached happened. the end. Um, let me just give a quick recap of, of the events uh, that that I believe occurred. Um, <laughs> so, 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 Count Fred, um, eccentric billionaire who wanted to steal Christmas, um, didn't even attempt to begin to steal Christmas because he was stopped by <laughs> he was stopped by Harvaclaws and said Harvard Christmas Harvard Christmas sorry and, and, and said I'm in fairness Harvey at one point you said your name was Harverman so I don't think <laughs> really yes but he's old he's allowed to forget his name right either way so they've met 27 <laughs> times before or 26 <laughs> times before and uh, each time he stopped him and this this time he said you're not going to get away and that was true because by the halfway point uh, Count Fred was dead <laughs> and, and not at and not at the hands of Harvard Harvard Christmas. <laughs> no. How um, did he die again? It was the king of the slugs sucked his face off. Oh yeah. So we had a ragtag group of, of heroes who were who started <laughs> off as Frank Jangles and Margaret Clutterbuck, who ended up And the cleaner. And the cleaner. So it's, but Margaret Crown Prince of Liechtenstein. Yeah, so we've left Margaret in the hotel. Uh, not in the hotel, in the hospital. So? Um, it's a hotel for sick people. <laughs> the King of the Slugs has remained in Count Moriarty's uh, abode, uh, as has uh, 
Uzbekistan and you, uh, Uzbekistan. Uh, you, you, oh, sorry, you, Uzbekistan. 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 And and then there was the the plot line of the cabbage. Oh, you've missed out when Margaret threw a, <laughs> a cheese straw at Frank, and he had to be resuscitated. <laughs> In fairness, Josh, she was baking up a storm. She was. <laughs> and you've and you've missed Rudolph out completely as well. Yeah, Rudolph showed up for a while in the pub. Yeah, uh, Rudolph then the fuck out. <laughs> Rudolph, who then stopped being carrots. Rudolph and then uh, appeared later. Oh, Rudolph got his fix of carrots. Um, so he, he then, him. yeah. So so what was he then? Did he lock himself in a room just enjoying his carrots or something? Yeah, well, and then Pedro yeah. turned up at the end, the ghost of Christmas Spain. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's who I like to be on my nights out anyway. Yeah. I like so, the way Sparrow said carrots. That should be a, a scene link. Carrots. Improv o'clock. <laughs> so so yeah, that, that was uh the Christmassy clusterfuck. We may come back and do another one of these at a different point of time in the near future, or the late future, or just the future or we may not it may be such a dreadful thing uh, that we're never going to speak of it again um well i would imagine if if we're doing another christmas clusterfuck that it's going to be in the future at next christmas well well it might just be a clusterfuck and then in in insert a random point it could just be a straight up just july clusterfuck Happy Talk Like a Pirate Day clusterfuck. Exactly. <laughs> However, that won't fall on a Tuesday, so that ain't going to happen, is it? It might. It's 19th of September. Let's see. Let's see, Let's shall we? The 2022 calendar. Oh, I spelled it wrong. I put Clayender. So, uh, 19th, did you say? 19th of September. It'll probably okay. be a, a Monday, because... So, yeah, it's a Monday, followed by... The 18th was a Saturday this year. It was a Monday. Because that was my wedding day. (laughs) I don't know why I laughed at that. It wasn't a joke. (laughs) He did get married on that day. Yeah, I was due to actually get married on Talk Like a Pirate Day. What what was the date again? You've confused me with saying another date. So, 19th of of September is Talk Like a Pirate Day. 18th of September was my wedding day. Jim is currently in uh, in the calendar of 2027. And it doesn't appear to be... We're not going to have that for the next few years. Let's just put it that way. Okay. Okay. Well, (laughs) see you in six years' time. (laughs) (laughs) Right, ladies and gents. Normally, at this point, we'd be saying something along the lines of... uh, You've heard us argue before, and we're going to do it again with a discussion. But we're not going to have one this time round, because... Well, to put you through that would just upset you, I'm sure. Uh, uh, You can stop doing that now, please. (laughs) Um, So, dependent on whenever you listen to this episode, um, we hope that you have had, are having, or will have an absolutely merry uh, Christmas. That's from all of us who are currently here, um, starting with, with Josh. Merry Christmas, everyone, from Santa's bastard love child.
followed by Harvey. I hope you have a truly wonderful Christmas and a happy new year. And we'll see you all in, in hopefully, 2022. And then Lauren. Merry Christmas and all of those other things too. And uh, the other people who are not here, Rob, uh, Adam and Maddie, all wish you a great uh, Christmas as well. Uh, I'm going to wish you a very Merry Christmas at the same time. Um, I hope that you get everything that you, you've sure asked Santa Charles for. I'm people a Merry Christmas. The fuck about me? Irish <laughs> <laughs> people a fucking Merry Christmas as well. You absolute villain. <laughs> Oh, I hope you get nothing but coal, you absolute piece of filth. All of that mixed up together was the best thing ever. Sorry, Gareth. What what was the matter? Because I was... was, The um... second you said Merry Christmas from everyone else, I was thinking, he's going to skip me! And they start his own (laughs) stupid tirade. Or, was I about to say... It doesn't even like Christmas. You can see his stupid face. Or, was I about to lead up to... And now, even though I've been in charge this episode, he's still in charge of the podcast as a whole. I'm passing it back to our glorious leader to give his parting message. Well, now I look like a piece of shit, don't I? (laughs) Um, Merry Christmas, everyone. (laughs) I hope you have some festive butter or whatever you do. Um, Eat it and enjoy your family. This has been Improv O'Clock, and I've been Gareth. We're on social media, at TMA Improv. Give us a like, or don't. I'm not your mum, or am I? If you have something that might inspire a scene in a future episode, send it in. Do it now. Mother knows best. Bye!